Hello, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Jonah. Welcome to Outside the Ropes, the podcast where we discuss everything WWE. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to episode 85 of season two. Today is Tuesday, and today is the follow edition of One Night Raw after Hell in a Cell. Hell in a Cell was absolutely incredible. A lot of craziness happened on that night, both for the Raw and SmackDown brands. One noticeable thing that happened, of course, on, on Hell in a Cell was, of course, the WWE champion Bobby Lashley and Drew McIntyre. That's, of course, one match that happened on the Raw brand. Another match, Rhea Ripley versus the night, uh, Rhea Ripley versus Charlotte Flair for the Raw Women's Championship. And then, of course, Alexa Bliss versus Shayna Baszler was another one. And I don't think there was, oh yeah, one more. This was during the kickoff show. That was, of course, Mandy Rose versus Natalia in a singles bout. Everything else seemed to mostly be on the SmackDown brand. Like, for example, Bianca Belair versus Bailey. Uh, Kevin Owens versus Sami Zayn and stuff like that. Oh, yeah, Cesaro and Seth Rollins. Those are the matches, of course, for SmackDown. But, of course, I believe I went over all the ones that were for Monday Night Raw. So... A lot of craziness has happened, but the one thing is, is that there was no title changes. Every champion retained. And so, what in the world is going to happen here on Raw? There's been a lot of craziness and changes that have been made over on Raw since Hell in a Cell. And so, what are certain superstars going to think? What are superstars going to feel like after going through hell and hell in a cell or something like that. It's going to be a crazy night, so without further ado, let's just find out our answers and to our questions here on this follow edition of Monday Night Raw after hell in a cell. Let's get into the business. Sunday's hell in a cell did not feature any title changing hands, but it did see one superstar lose his ability to challenge for the WWE Championship for the foreseeable future. When Drew McIntyre lost to Bobby Lashley inside the cell, he also lost any right to fight for the title belt while the Almighty has it around his waist. Seeing how, how Lashley has been dominant the champion, that could be quite some time. Also at Hell in a Cell, we also saw Alexa Bliss defeat Shayna Baszler. Rhea Ripley retained the Roman Championship over Charlotte Flair. And last but not least, Natalia picked up a victory over Mandy Rose. Last week's Raw featured the return of Eva Marie and her new, part, her new prestige. The woman who ended up, uh, now of course, if you don't know who Eva Marie's prestige is, it was originally Hyper Naveen from NXT UK, but this week's Raw dealt with all of the follow-up from Hell in a Cell while beginning the build-up towards the Money in the Bank peer-review on July 18th. So without further ado, let's take a look at everything that happened on Monday's show. So... The post Hell in a Cell edition of Raw opens live on the USA Network as the party goes off in Sardinia, in the Thunderdome. Jimmy Smell welcomes us and he's joined at ringside by Corey Graves and Byron Saxon. In the middle of the ring, we see the money in the bank briefcases in the middle or high, hanging high above the ring as he announces hype tonight's five qualifying matches. Yes, there's going to be five qualifying matches, I believe. It's, I'm not sure who's going to gun two yet, but we're going to, of course, find out 
as the show progressed. So we go right up to the ring as we still see the Hell in a Cell structure is hanging high above the ring along with the suitcases. As out first comes the WWE Champion or still the WWE Champion Bobby Lashley with MVP and Lashley's ladies as Mike Rome does an introduction to introduce the Almighty. Lashley and, and his crew hit the ring for another musty edition of the VIP Lounge. It's been a while since we were inside the lounge, so let's see what happens. MVP takes the mic and says a few words before Lashley takes the mic. Uh, Lashley says a few words before Lashley takes the mic. He says... Me and Drew went to war last night, and Drew almost took me to my limits. But Drew at his best still isn't better than the Almighty. <clears throat> MVP then says, I don't think Drew will ever be the same after that beating. But then that's when MVP points out McIntyre can no longer challenge for the WWE title as long as last year's champion. And so, that's when... MVP proposed to propose a toast with the others in the ring, but then the music interrupts and out comes the New Day, Xavier Woods, and Kofi Kingston. What are they doing here? And so, Kofi and, Kofi and Xavier are like, we want to be able to join in on your toast and stuff like that. And so they have a rolling cart with a bunch of toast like slices of bread that are toasted pretty funny so so they start throwing slices of toast into the ring all at MVP and Lashley and then that's MVP that gets back at him and saying you guys are clowns and this is why why you watched Own Cell and didn't compete in it And then MVP goes on taking shots in the new day and tries to dismiss him. And then Kofi says, we're not leaving. Kofi then says, do you got, do you ladies want to still come around when I beat him for the WWE title? Lashley then says, I'm never losing that title, especially someone like you, who's too busy making pancakes to realize you lost the title. So that's when it comes down to to Kobe saying, "Last time I checked, you don't have an opponent for the WWE title at Money in the Bank. So how about you go against me, the WWE title at Money in the Bank?" And then that's when Lashley says he accepts. But then Lashley says, I want to make sure no one interferes in our match at Money in the Bank. So how about I go against your friend Xavier Woods tonight? Woods then accepts the challenge, but then that's when Woods says, Uh, he mentions that his goal is to win the King of the Ring tournament when it's brought back. But then he says, 
How about you? Go against me. Inside. Hell in a cell. That's when MVP and Lassie accept the challenge. And. It says. Woods must win tonight. If Kofi wins the WWE title match at Money in the Bank. And so the two sides steer each other down on the ramp and in the ring. As we go down to commercial was definitely some craziness happened here tonight. So this was this opening segment with last in the duty ways was almost perfect. It didn't go too long. Everyone did a great work in the mic. And it definitely, of course, set up the I mean, event in a logical way. And of course, um, set up what could happen in Money in the Bank. Kofi versus Lashley at Money in the Bank, which is going to be pretty exciting to see what happens with that. So, great start to the show. So, you return for the break, and we see Lashley versus Xavier Woods in an untitled Hell in a Cell match is confirmed for later tonight. Most likely in the main event because I don't think uh, this cannot be any bigger of a match. So, so we go back to the ring and out comes first the Raw Tag Team Champions AJ Styles and Omos. This is actually going to be the first Money in the Bank qualifier match. And so, And so, as we see Adrian and Omos walking down to the ring, we see a video from earlier today with Styles and Omos having words with a number of contenders to challenge for those challenge for Styles and Omos' titles, of course, the Viking Raiders. Adrian says he plans on winning the Money in the Bank, winning back the WWE title to become double champion, and then retaining the Raw Titan champions over Eric and Ivar. We then head back to the ring and out comes Ricochet, who will be taking on AJ Styles here tonight. We then see a video from earlier today where Ricochet was talking about how this is his chance to prove that he belongs back at the top. And so, the bell rings and the match is on their way as AJ goes to work on Ricochet in the corner. I forgot to, before we move on to the match, I just want to mention this. So... What this, what these matches will do, is of course, whoever wins the the five batch of matches here tonight for the qualifier, whoever wins will be added to that ladder match, of course. So this is of course the men's side. So whoever wins in this match will be added to that qualifier. If there's any other men's division qualifier matches, they will. Whoever wins those matches will be added to the ladder match. If there is any uh, women's division ladder match or women's division qualifier matches, same thing, same rules. So let's get back to the match. So the bell rings and AJ goes to work and Ricochet in the corner. Ricochet then grabs AJ and then dumps him out to the apron. And then Ricochet then springboard, springboard kicks him off. Ricochet then launches himself over the top to the top to the apron. And puts on the brake as AJ moves out of the way and avoids a kick. Ricochet ends up landing on the floor. 
Edging the grabs Ricochet and then runs him face first into the ring post. And we go to commercial with Ricochet down on the ground. And AJ is in control of the offense. We return for the ring and AJ is in control in the ring. But Ricochet fights back with elbows but then AJ lowers him with an elbow. As Omos is looking on from ringside. Ricochet fights back up with, the, with some offense. As he nails some strikes towards AJ. He then nails Ricochet then nails a jawbreaker to the knee. Ricochet continues to mount some offense, but then AJ counters and clubs Ricochet from behind, cutting off that offense from Ricochet. But then Ricochet gets back up and nails a crossbody to AJ from the middle rope. Ricochet then nails a running corner clothesline to AJ and then nails another one. Ricochet then grabs AJ and nails a northern light suplex and then nails another big suplex. Ricochet then covers on AJ for the pin, but AJ kicks out at two in the middle of the ring. Ricochet then scoops AJ up on his shoulders, but AJ slides out. And so AJ then is about to get an insecurity from Ricochet, but AJ ducks and nails one of his own to Ricochet. That's when AJ puts Ricochet on his shoulders and powers Ricochet off into a big slam into the middle of the ring. AJ then covers on Ricochet to earn the qualifier as he got the one and two, but Ricochet kicks him at two. AJ grabs Ricochet once more and he goes for a power bomb, but Ricochet blocks it and, and Ricochet loads with strikes to AJ. Ricochet went for a close sign, but then Ricochet ducks it. Excuse me. Ricochet went for a close sign, but AJ ducks it and fires back with a strike of his own. But then, as AJ was trying to continue with the offense, Ricochet stuns AJ with a kick. But then AJ goes for a Pele kick, but AJ misses. And then that's when Ricochet takes advantage and nails a big German suplex onto AJ. Ricochet then covers on AJ for the pin and the qualifier, but he kicks out at two. Or AJ kicks out at two. We then see AJ is in the corner as we see Ricochet running into the corner and nails another warning, another corner clothesline to AJ. Then AJ suddenly rolls, rolls Ricochet out of, the, out of the corner and then nails in the calf crusher to Ricochet, pulling back on the leg as Ricochet barely was able to make it to the bottom rope to break up the hold. But then AJ takes advantage with the injured leg as he then picks up uh, Ricochet into a fire, fireman's carry and then nails a neck breaker to Ricochet to knock him back down. AJ then goes up to the apron but then I don't know where the Viking Raiders run down to ringside. Almas meets them and fights them both off as AJ watches from the apron. Almas drops Eric in the knife bar, but then it goes to charge towards them, but they both get out of harm's way. And then Almas goes running into the barrier, the timekeeper's area, and destroys the barrier, knocking it all over as he ran into it. And so as AJ is, uh, as is concerned of what happened to Omos. Ricochet takes advantage of the distraction as AJ went for a phenomenal form, but Ricochet takes advantage and blocks it. And he suddenly rolls up for the pin and he gets the one, two, and three. And Ricochet has pulled off a major upset over AJ as Ricochet is in the ladder match. After the match, Ricochet stands tall as his music hits. 
and Ricochet then heads to ringside and gets hyped up for his Money in the Bank ladder to be included into the Money in the Bank ladder match. And the announcers hype that there's four spots left. Excuse me, four qualifiers scheduled for tonight. There's no four spots left. There's, it's going to be a huge ladder match. So I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm just saying, should have been saying, that's actually four, five, four more qualifier matches here tonight. Not four more spots in the men's division ladder match. What am I talking about? I don't know. So, the match between Ricochet and Styles was just a small taste of what these two men are capable of together. Everything they did looked smooth. And, but they only, but they only had so much time to work. But, but either way, this was still a solid match, regardless. The interference of Rick and Ivoir, because of course, uh, was kind of obvious because of the moment we saw from them backstage with Styles, but then of course, their involvement is likely going to set up the future tag team title belt between these two teams. So of course, it wasn't some random attack because of course, this has been going on for the past few weeks, ever since the Viking Raiders have earned their tag team title shot opportunity. There's just been a lot of bad blood between AJ and Omar, AJ and the AJ and Omar's and the Viking Raiders. It's it's been an ongoing thing, so it's not some sort of random attack. So a crazy match to start off with the show with a Money in the Bank qualifier, and there's still four more matches for the qualifier to come later tonight. So we'll see what happens with that. So after that, then DM Randy on his backstage when Riddle lights up on, on his scooter, talking about how they both have the chance to qualify for the money in the bank. Riddle then says, if I do win, I can hide my stash in my briefcase. I can hide my stash in the briefcase. And Orton then asked, what? My stash of whoppers, in case I get hungry. It's a regular one that goes on, like saying, like, uh, like I'm scared, like I'm scared of that, uh, of like the king and stuff like that. And then Orton is, of course, annoyed. And so Riddle then asked, uh, Riddle then asked Orton for pointers on money in the bank from bro to bro. Riddle then stays, Orton then says, stay out of my way. Riddle then talks about how it would be awesome to have two brothers fighting for the WWE title. And then that's when Orton says, not for you. And so Orton then walks off. So Riddle then wishes him good luck on his match as we return back to commercial. We return for the break and we see how Eva Marie returned last week with her unidentified friend. And we then see Kevin Patrick stops Eva Marie on, uh, and her partner backstage. And Eva says, it's been five years since I stepped into a WWE ring. So everything had to be perfect last week. He then says, I want you got uh, we got a manicure before Raw last week, but unfortunately, I picked up a cold. She then 
fake coughs. Eva then says, I knew the WWE Universe was signed to see me return, so I went and found my prestige and had her step had her step in my place instead. Then Eva then asked for her partner's name. And Eva's mystery friend was about to say was starting to say her name, but then that's when Eva just cuts her off and goes to speak. As, she, as Eva goes to speak and saying, Your name is Downdrop. And so Downdrop looks shocked and disappointed at Eva has chosen for her. And so they walk off with Downdrop looking disappointed behind Eva. So Tandra could even could even say her own name because Eva has chosen Downdrop's name for her. Alright. So I guess Downdrop it is. So after that, we then go back to the ring for the first qualifier for the women's money in the bank ladder match. <coughs> Excuse me. And the it looks like to be the women's Women's Money in the Bank qualifiers. This will be in tag team matches. So the winning team will advance or not advance will be in the Money Bank qualify will be in the Money in the Bank ladder match. So the winning team will see both members qualify. Outcomes first, the Empress of Tomorrow, Asuka. But then followed by her partner. The glow, Naomi. So we get a pre-recorded promo with Naomi addressing her opponents and an opportunity they have. And Asuka says, Our opponents are not ready. Are not ready for Naomi and not ready for Asuka. And so that's when Naomi and uh and Asuka yell yell along with long yell along with each other as you get hyped up for tonight's match. Then out comes next, the one and only Eva Marie and Downdrop. So Eva poses on the stage and Downdrop takes a ring jacket for her. And then we see the bunny in the ring free cases hanging high above the ring. And Downdrop still looks a bit disappointed as Eva and Downdrop enter the ring as this tag team match for the Does Oscar and Evo, excuse me, does Oscar and Naomi become the new qualifiers or Evo and Downtrop advance to Money in the Bank? We're going to find out right here, right now, after the break. We return for the break, and this match is on the way as Oscar faces off with Evo. And so the ref calls for the bell and the match is on the way as Asuka and Eva size each other up. But then that's when Eva quickly turns to her corner and tags and down drop like Eva doesn't even want to compete. And so that's when down drop makes her way into the ring and, and Asuka is of course still in. As Asuka then, Asuka and down drop lock up. Asuka tries to go for the arm but then down drop shoves her away. That's when Asuka comes back. And it loads with strikes to down drop, and then down drop catches a 
kick and knocks Oscar back. Tundra runs towards Oscar, but then Oscar nails an elbow. Then, then a kick from Oscar. Oscar then nails a clothesline, but then Downdrop takes it and then suddenly runs Oscar over. Downdrop then charges towards Oscar, but then Oscar get, gets out of the way and Downdrop hits the turnbuckles. Oscar then nails the kicks and a jawbreaker to Downdrop, and that's when Naomi tags in and stuns Downdrop with a kick to the head. But then Downdrop grabs Naomi, but then Naomi fights her off and then stuns Downdrop once again. But then Downdrop then yells a big running splash to Naomi in the corner as Eva is clapping from ringside. Downdrop then delivers a big corner cannonball. She then drags Naomi to the middle of the ring and then covers on Naomi for the pin. But then before the three, Oscar jumps out to make the save. Downdrop then steers Oscar down and then drags Naomi back to the corner, stomping her around. But then that's when Eva gets back on the apron. And then, of course, this is where both Downdrop goes to the second rope. But then that's when Eva tags herself in and Downdrop isn't happy. And so the fans, of course, boo Eva as Eva then comes in and then covers on Naomi for the pin. But Naomi kicks out too because Eva was just taking too much time. Eva isn't shocked and worried as Eva then begs Downdrop to tag back in. But then, Downdrop drops off the apron as Eva tags, drops her off the apron as Eva begs her to come back. That's when Naomi takes advantage and suddenly rolls up Eva for the pin and gets the one, two, and three. And Oscar and Naomi get the victory over Downdrop and Eva Marie. After the match, Oscar and Naomi celebrate up the ramp as music hits as these two superstars are making their way down to help Nacelle. Eva and Downdrop are not. Eva is pleading with Downdrop at ringside, asking why did she do this? I have no idea why, but I don't know. So So this was of course the first Money in the Bank qualifier match, but this of course was for the women's division. Asuka and Naomi are both going to be in the women's belt at the pay-per-view, which is a pretty big takeaway because, of course, these two are incredible. And Asuka, of course, was in the Money in the Bank qualifier last year. I specifically remember, remember that. So for her to be back in the Money in the, Money in the Bank um Thunder match once more. It'll be interesting to see what the Embers and Amara can do with that. Of course, we all know Naomi is an incredible qualifier, is an incredible competitor as well. And it'll be interesting to see what she can do in the qual in the ladder match as well. But the one thing that is questionable is down drop turning on Eva in the second appearance together. So, is it because Eva named her and 
Down Job wanted to say her name. But now she's getting called Down Job instead of her actual name. And that's the reason why she didn't want to tag any Evo because of that. Maybe at some point we will actually hear the real name of Down Job. Because I don't think Down Job is a good name for. I don't think I don't think Down Job is a good name for. I think her actual name should stay. But we'll have to find out if that even happens. But with with Down Job turning on Evo, it leaves us wondering what is going to happen next. Is Down Job going to get her actual name back? Or is something else going to happen? I have no idea. But we're going to find out sooner or later. But with that being said, before we get further into the night and see what else happens with the follow of Hell in a Cell, we're going to take a quick commercial break and then come back and see what is going to happen next here on the follow edition of Monday Night Raw after Hell in a Cell. We'll be right back after the break. Alright, ladies and gentlemen, we are back from the break from the next few segments and matches of the follow edition of Monday Night Raw after how it is so. Before the break, or first break, I should say, we had our first segment of the night, which of course was the VIP lounge for the WWE champion. Bobby Lashley retained over Drew McIntyre this past Sunday. But as MVP Lashley and their Entourage uh, celebrated the Almighty's win out Hell in a Cell. They were quickly joined by the New Day for a toast, which meant Kobe Kingston and Xavier Woods threw slices of toast at them. Kingston said that your win over Lashley last month should have made them the number one contender, contender for the WWE Championship and played the footage to rub it in. That's when Lashley accepted the challenge and also agreed to face Woods tonight inside Hell in a Cell. After that, we then had our first match of the night was a singles belt between AJ Styles and Ricochet for the first Money in the Bank qualifier match tonight. We saw Kobe Styles having a backstage competition with the Viking Raiders early in the day before the bout began. So, this was a solid match between these two, but he came to the moment where the one and only would get a pair of suplexes get a near fall. Styles so fired off a pilly kick and a unique slam. For the two count, but then that's when the Viking Raiders ran down and started fighting with Omos ringside, and the big man ended up getting sent through the barricade. This distracted it stalls long enough for Ricochet to recover and count off the phenomenal form with a knee to the face. And then he covers for the pin and he gets the one, two, and three. And Ricochet is in the Money in the Bank match. So after a back after a backstage segment with Orton and Riddle, uh, it was then next. We were then ready for the next match in the night, which was Oscar and Naomi taking on Eva Marie and the newly named Down Drop, named by Eva Marie. So. This, of course, was a tag team match for the women's division, Money in the Big match. Of course, this is a tag team match, so 
whoever wins in this tag team match will be advancing along with their partner to the Money in the Big match. So this was a solid match between these two, but but it came down to the moment where as soon as Dandrop had Naomi in a precarious position, Eva tagged herself in and made the cover for a two-cone. But then when she tried to tag, tag back out, Dandrop refused and dropped from the apron. And so that's when Naomi took advantage and rolled up Eva for the pin to win the match. So, we're now getting ready for the next uh, segment or match of the night. As we get a video package of highlights from the Charlotte Fleur DQ win over Raw Women's Champion Rhea Ripley at Hell in a Cell. And so we then see Adam Pearce and Sonya Deville backstage discussing the controversial finish as they head to the ring together as we head back to commercial. We return for the break and we get a look back at the VIP lounge segment from earlier tonight. We then see Bobby Lashley backstage warming up for tonight's Hell in a Cell match with Xavier Woods later tonight. We then see Sonya Deville and Andrew Pearson in the ring and they want to discuss an incident at Hell in a Cell last night. And so Deville calls out the Raw Women's Champion Rhea Ripley. Ripley makes her way out to the ring and says, I heard you were going to summon, summon me. That's when Pierce agrees with the villain. As he says, what you did last night was completely unacceptable. They talk about how champions retain via disqualification, but those rules were not meant to be abused. And that's when Pierce says, and you intentionally got yourself disqualified. Ripley then goes on and says how she sees Flair abuse the same rules and she only did what Flair would have done in her position. And then that's when Pierce says, well, Flair is not the champion right now. But then the music interrupts and out comes Charlotte Flair with a mic. Flair then says, you meant... He's of course, she's of course saying this appears. He says, You meant that I'm not the champion yet. That's when Flair says, I'm not mad. No, he then turns to Ripley, saying, I'm not mad at you. I'm actually proud of you because I was kicking your ass last night. And for the first time, you proved you're smart or clever, at least. You prove for the first time that you're a strategic competitor like I am, but I'm going to destroy you. Viva then says, if that's your way of asking for a rematch, I will grant it. And Pierce also agrees. Viva then announces Flair versus Ripley for the Royal Women's Championship and Money in the Bank. And so Flair stares at Ripley from the stage and Ripley is smiling back at her from the ring as the music starts back up as it is official that Ripley versus Ripley versus Charlotte at Money in the Bank the Royal Women's Championship is official this is a great way to settle this with a controversial finish of 
quickly sending uh, Charlotte into the announce table, causing a disqualification. And then Deville and Pierce making things right by making a rematch. But in the next review, Money in the Bank is a good, uh, good choice. So the one question is, is who's going to win that Money in the Bank? Will it be Ripley or will it be Charlotte? We're going to find out at Money in the Bank. After that, we then go back to the ring. Oh, excuse me. We then see Dana Brooke and Mandy Rose backstage. Uh, with women's tag team champions Natalia and Tamino last week. And then, of course, Natalia defeating Rose on the Hell in a Cell kickoff match. And so we then see Sarah Streamers interrupting Natalia and Tamina's photo shoot earlier today. Or not interrupting, but uh, interviewing Natalia and Tamino. And then that's when uh, we hear noises in the background, like what happened last week. And so Tamino and Natalia start a way to ask Broken Rose to keep it quiet in the ring, just like how the roles were reversed last Monday. And so that's when the two teams have words before the champs get ready to storm the ring. But then Rose and Brooke sent them out of the ring, back out to the floor. And Rose and Brooke, the ones still standing. After that, we then go back to the ring for the next qualifying match, the men's Money in the Bank ladder match. As we see, Randy Orton makes his way out. As Orton then hits the ring and poses as we go back to commercial. As Orton has taken on Johnny Tripchip, Johnny Morrison, John Morrison here tonight. To earn an opportunity. In return for the break, and out comes John Morrison with the Miz, who is still in the wheelchair. Miz then joins in the announcers for commentary as Morrison is in the ring. And so the ref calls for the bell, and the match is on the way as, as Morrison starts over the offense and then goes to a quick pin attempt to Orton, but Orton kicks out. Morrison then nails a big springboard kick to, to Orton and then covers on Orton for the pin, but Orton kicks him at two. That's when Morrison the grounds Orton and works on his shoulder. But then Orton hits some offense back by sending Morrison out to the floor with a clothesline. Orton then starts beating Morrison up in front of the announce table as Miz yells from his wheelchair. Then Orton then slams Morrison into the announce table several times, then sends him over it. Miz then continues riding until Orton stares at him, and then that's when Miz backs up on his chair. We then go to commercial with Orton stalking Miz at ringside, as Orton is definitely in control of this match so far. We return for the break, and Orton is working Morrison over in the corner. Orton then drives Morrison and starts stomping on his limbs. Orton then kicks Morrison in the gut and continues working him over. And then covers on Morrison with a pin where Morrison kicks out at two. Orton then continues to ground Morrison as he nails a headlock. But then Morrison fights up and out, but then Orton cuts him off. Morrison then kicks Orton and then nails a springboard kick to take him down. Morrison then launches Orton. Morrison launches Orton shoulder first into the ring post. And Orton goes out to the floor as he clutches his shoulder. Morrison then follows and then sends Orton into the steel ring steps. Morrison then brings Orton back in. And continues to mount Orton with the offense, focusing on the hurt shoulder. 
They tingle on the mat even more. Then Or Morrison keeps Orton's arm tied up as the Miz cheers him on. Orton then fights free, but then Morrison walks in. Orton gets sent into the corner, but then he comes right and right out with a humongous clothesline. Orton continues with the offense as he works Morrison over in the opposite corner. Orton then mounts Morrison with the right hands in the corner. The referee then backs Orton off. And then Morrison takes advantage and charges towards Orton, but then Orton catches him. And then yells a humongous power slam. Orton then takes him to the corner for the second rope JB DDT, and he nails it in. Orton then gets up, gets up and shows off, stabbing, stabbing to Mustard's shoulder. He then drops stone and gets drops down and hits the mat, waiting for Morrison to get up so he can nail the RKO. But then that's when the Miz sprays Orton with a drip stick and Orton is seething. But then Morrison takes advantage of the distraction and suddenly rolls up Orton for the pin, but Orton kicks him at two. But then that's when Riddle comes out and rides down on the scooter, chasing Miz around the ringside aerial. Real chair versus scooter. But then that's when Orton grabs Morrison, but then Morrison drops him over the top rope after the distraction at ringside. As a Morrison that takes advantage and hits the Starship pin on Orton. He gets the he goes for the pin and he gets the one, two, and three. And a shocking victory for John Morrison pulling off a humongous upset. And he is now the one to qualify in the Money in the Bank ladder match. After the match, Morrison Miz continue celebrating ringside as the music hits as a disappointed Orton. Or a seething Orton is in the ring. So Morrison is one of those uh, athletically gifted superstars in WWE. Norton, of course, is a veteran with the reputation of being reliable. So it came as no surprise to see them doing a good job together. This could be argued as the big, biggest win Morrison has had. Either way, even though there was a distraction from ringside, either way, this was still a clean victory for Morrison and pulling off a major upset over Orton. So it seems like Riddle unmistakably cost Orton a Money in the Bank title shot. I'm not sure how this can go here. This could be definitely something. This will definitely be something uh, to take note of to wonder what in the world is going to happen next. I have no idea, but I have, I have no idea what can happen with this, but I don't know. There might be some Tension building between Orton and Riddle, which might not be good. So, I have no idea what happened between Riddle and Orton after this loss, but we'll just see what happens because Riddle, of course, has might be having a money in the bank opportunity because he did mention it. So, we'll see what happens. So after that, um, you didn't see highlights from Alexa Bliss, Bliss's win over Shayna Baszler and Hell in a Cell. 
Hatching the sauce base with Jax and Reginald backstage. Jax says, what happened last night to Reginald will not happen tonight. Jason then asks Reggie if he's scared. Jason then says, I'm not worried about anyone stopping us, stopping us from qualifying and money in the bank. And then that's when Jax interrupts and says, but there is something different about Bliss. And they walk off. And so, we go back to the ring and out comes the one and only Alexa Bliss as she is scheduled to take on, or scheduled to team up with the one and only Nikki Cross to take on Nia Jax and Shane Baser for the Money in the Bank qualifier. Bliss is debuting a new theme song and it's definitely much more different than of course, what we've heard before, because of course, Bliss used her money, or she used her, of course, her, uh, of course, she used uh, Firefly Funhouse theme and stuff like that, but this week, it's much more different. I don't know how to explain this, her theme song, but it's definitely a much more bigger change. then we go to backstage and we see Nikki Cross like wearing some sort of um, mask over her eyes or something like that. He talks about following your dreams as the camera zooms out and we see Nikki in a in a hero inspired outfit like a blue I don't know how to explain it it's like blue and yellow hero suit which is definitely pretty crazy as Nikki makes her way out to the ring in this new attitude I guess you could say with Nikki as she, she's definitely definitely like someone recognizable in the WWE, like Mighty Molly. And so, Nikki and Alexa, of course, will be taking on Naya and Baser coming up after the break. We return for the break, and out comes the one and only Nia Jax and Shane Baser with Reginald as they make their way down to the ring. When everyone is ready to go, bell rings and the matches on the way as in this match cross channel money molly as she posts like a comic book, comic book character at different points during this during this match but then then that's when nikki wipes out jacks based on reginald that rings out with a crossbody from the top rope and then bliss Helped by putting Reginald in one of her trances, and for some reason, and, and so what happened last last Sunday is something like this happened, but it happened to Jax, or Alexa put Naya in a trance, and then suddenly Reginald tried to try to 
try to get Naya to snap out of it. But then what happened is, is that Naya slapped Reginald in the face to knock him down. But this time, Reginald is in a trance, and Naya is trying to get her out of the trance. But then that's when it looks like Reginald was about to smack Naya in the face. But he halted. And then that's when Naya suddenly starts hugging, uh, <laughs> hugging Reginald like, like, like nothing happened or something like that. And so that's when, uh, and then that's when Cross takes advantage of the situation to suddenly roll out Baszler for the pin and gets the one, two, and three. After the match, Cross goes to reset his subway by herself as the music hits and she implodes to an Oscar and Naomi in the Money in the Bank ladder match. Baser Jacks and Reginald regroup of the ring as the tension continues. Wow, this was pretty crazy. Bliss being able to put people in a trance, but Cross being a, super, uh, a superhero is something that could actually work. Molly Holly did it and became her most beloved. Personals. The reaction in this belt was decent with a few highlights from Cross. And it was great to see her get the win for her team. So, uh, so Asuka, Naomi, Alexa, and Nikki are all in the ladder match. So, these four women are now in the money of the bank, and it will be pretty interesting to see when these four square off in that ladder match. So we'll see what happens. After that, we then see Sonya Deville and Anna Pierce approach Drew McIntyre backstage, and we see the nasty scars on his back from Hell in a Cell. Pierce and Deville make it clear that the McIntyre does not have to compete tonight, but a passenger Jew insists and cuts pro on how he will never give up and he will keep fighting. And so Deville and Pierce both wish McIntyre good luck. So it looks like McIntyre will be in a Money in the Bank ladder match or Money in the Bank qualifier. And so we go back to the ring and out comes first Riddle on the scooter and Riddle hits the ring and kicks his flip-flops off as a fans jump row as we go back to where it was. Riddle will be taking on Drew McIntyre for the Money in the Bank qualifier. Turn for the break, and we go to backstage and see Slick Alexander, Jeff Hardy, the United States Champion Sheamus, Jinder Mahal, with Eichler and Veer. But Dale Shear. <laughs> They're all arguing about who deserves to qualify for the Money in the Bank, and that's when Sonya says, and then that's when the villain Arn Pierce welcomes saying, I understand your positions, but the qualifiers are final. That's when Sheamus mentions how he was, how he's up. He would wrestle this by his broken nose when the Pierce says, that must mean you, you can defend your title. And that's when James chases his tune running about his nose hurting and then walks off. That's when Jinder says, I can't believe guys like Ricochet and John Morrison are getting chances again. If something were to happen 
to the other competitors. I would appreciate it. If you if you to consider me for the money in the bank. Sachik also likes the sound of this, but then as we we go back to the ring, we see Riddle is waiting as McIntyre makes his way out next. Drew hits the ring as a pirate goes off. And then of course Drew poses in the corner as we then see the nasty scars on the back of Drew's back. And so the ref calls for the bell and the match is on the way as Drew and Riddle lock up to start of the match. Drew keeps Riddle against the ropes and the referee backs him off. Riddle goes for a takedown and then Drew grounds him. They back off and then lock up again. Riddle then nails, excuse me, Riddle goes for a takedown and then Drew grounds him. They back off and then lock up again. Riddle then nails a big strike to the welts on Drew's back. Drew yells at him pain but then responds with a big right hand. Drew then works Riddle over in the corner, but then Riddle tries about some strikes, but then Drew gets the upper hand. Drew then grabs Riddle and drops him with a suplex in the middle of the ring. McIntyre then covers in Riddle for the pin, but Riddle kicks out at two. But then Riddle comes back with the offense with some power moves when the Drew fights back, but he is hurting too much to capitalize. They both go to the floor, and Riddle then shoves Drew into the ring post. And then Riddle rushes back into the ring after a big overhead belly to belly suplex on the floor. He then go to commercial with Drew flat on his back at ringside. We return for the break and Riddle is continuing to dominate Drew. Riddle then goes for the bro on top of the McIntyre gets his knees up as Drew then comes back with a belly to belly and then a neck breaker to Riddle to keep him down. Drew then kicks up but he's of course in pain. And that's when out of nowhere Riddle nails a jackknife to Drew. He then covers on Drew for the pin. And he gets the one and two, but just before the three, Drew kicks out at two. This then leads to more uh, close calls on offense between the two. But then Drew then grabs Riddle and nails the big inverted Alabama slam. He's slow to make a cover on Riddle, but he makes the cover. But Riddle kicks the wet too. Drew is then turned upside down in the corner, but he pulls himself off and then suddenly launches Riddle to the mat with a huge German suplex, but they're both laid out. That's when, out of nowhere, Randy Orton appears on the stage, taking a look at the match, and Riddle and Drew struggle to recover the mat as Orton looks down for the stage as we head into commercial. We return for the break and Drew is mining offense. We then we get a Drew the nails a big Monaco driver to Riddle. That's when Drew climbs up to the top and goes to leap, and the Riddle catches him in midair and nails the armbar. But then Drew powers up for the power bomb, but then Riddle lands on his feet. Drew then rolls through on, on a backslide, then drops Riddle with a future shock DDT. It looks like he has put this away as he covers in Riddle for the pin as he gets the one and two, but just for the three, Riddle somehow kicks out and Drew cannot believe it. Both men are laid out in pain and slow to recover. Drew gets back up and weighs in the corner for Riddle to get up, waiting for the Claymore. 
but then that's when Riddle just collapses on the mat and the referee checks on him. That's when Gio approaches towards Riddle, but then Riddle suddenly scoops him up for the slam and he nails it in. Riddle goes for another move and then Riddle counters, excuse me, Riddle goes for another move and then Drew counters, but then Riddle counters it. Riddle then drops you with a big ripcord. And Riddle is slow to capitalize, but he kicks Stu in the head. Riddle then drags Stu to the corner, and Riddle then goes up to the top for the floating blow, but he lands on his feet and falls. That's when Drew follows up with a claymore kick, but then Riddle blocks it and applies the bro mission. But then they both get back to the feet, and Drew works on breaking free. Drew then tosses Riddle, but then Riddle comes back with a big jumpy knee. Drew continues to keep fighting, nails a Glasgow kiss headbutt, and then Riddle counters a move from Drew's shoulders. And slowly rolling off Drew for the pin. And he gets the one, two, and three. And Riddle has pulled off another major upset. Upsetting McIntyre. Not allowing McIntyre to be in that Money in the Bank match. Can you believe it? After the bell, Riddle hops on his scooter as his music hits. Running to the stage to Joe Norton, who is watching. Riddle was happy about his win, but then Orton is just staring at him. Seething. Riddle then finally realizes that Orton isn't happy. Riddle then asks what's wrong, telling that he's always here for him. And Orton can talk to him, but Orton just stirs straight ahead. It's not even wanting to speak a word to Riddle. I'm guessing Orton is unhappy with Riddle winning, but I'm not winning. I have no idea. This was a great physical. This was great physical physicality in this match. And they did a great job making McIntyre's injuries from suddenly appeared to hinder his performance. But these two had enough chemistry that, that this might be a potential feud down the line. Even though if it was still wouldn't they could make a time for a couple of rematches at some point. McIntyre did an excellent job selling his injuries from him and his cell. The way he winced in pain every time he would sit in the back looked so convincing. Riddle's character can be annoying and he's problematic in other ways, but it's hard to deny his in-ring ability. He was bumping like mad, like a madman in this one, and getting the victory over McIntyre was definitely shocking. I did not expect that to happen. I mean, I was expecting McIntyre to win this match, but shockingly enough, Riddle was a victor. But that, that leaves us to one more question. What's going to happen between Riddle and Orton? Because we're going to have to find out next week. And so with that being said, we're now getting ready for the main event, which is the WWE Champion Bobby Lashley versus Xavier Woods coming up next. We'll be right back after the break. Alright, ladies and gentlemen, we are back for the break from the main event of the follow episode of Monday Night Raw after Hell in Cell. Before our last break, we first started off with Adam Pierce and Tony Deville. Uh, we're in the middle of the ring to call out Ripley and Charlotte out to the ring. To make it official that Ripley will be going against Charlotte Flitter and Money in the Bank for the Raw Women's Championship for the rematch from what happened last 
Sunday. After that, we then had our next Money in the Bank qualifier match of the night, which was Randy Orton taking on John Morrison. This was a solid match between these two, but it came to the moment where we see that Legend Killer was still dominating the action, but Jomo started going after Orton's knee to cut him down to size. But Orton began to build momentum, hitting the draping DDT while a helpless Miz looked down from his wheelchair. Riddle rolled his killer down to chase Miz away after he used one of Morrison's dripsticks, and the distraction led Morrison to hit the Starship paid for the upset victory. After that, we then had Alexa Bliss take on Nikki Cross. Excuse me. Uh, Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross take on Shaggy Baser and Nijax. This was a solid match between these two, but it came down to the moment where Bliss tagged in after a commercial break and got a two count on the Queen of Spades. Jackson came in and took control with some clubbing blows, and Cross got the tag and took it to Jackson. The flurry of offense. One big boot to put her down immediately. A miscommunication led to Jackson dropping off the apron. The Bliss then made Reggie almost slap Jackson in the face while Cross took advantage of the situation to roll up Baszler for the pin to win the match. And last but not least, we had Riddle take on Drew McIntyre for the last Money in the Bank qualifier match of the night. This was a solid match between these two, but it came down to the moment where we saw McIntyre counting the bro a ton, and he started throwing the bro from one side of the ring to the other, but it still showed signs of being injured, and he almost collapsed after his kick-up. After several counters, McIntyre hit the Future Shock DDT for a close two-count. Then Riddle and McIntyre went back and forth until Riddle suddenly scored up the upset with a roll-up roll-up pinning a combination for the victory. And so, we're now ready for the main event, which is unlike any main event we would expect to see. A Hell in a Cell match between the WWE Champion Bobby Lashley and Xavier Woods. So we see the Hell in a Cell structure be being lowered down around the ring for tonight's main event. As out comes first, the new day, Xavier Woods with Kofi Kingston. Like, like I said before, Kofi would earn a WWE title shot and money the bank if Woods can win this match here tonight. Woods then enters the cell and gets hyped up as this match between Xavier Woods and Bobby Lashley is coming up next. Back to commercial. We return for the break and announce for Raw Talk which of course happened right after all, as Nikki Cross, Riddle, John Morrison, and The Miz. All four of these... Oh, no, excuse me. All three, Morrison, Nikki, and Riddle, all of course have won a Money in the Bank opportunity. And so, we'll get to hear from the winners on Raw's Hawk, which of course can always be seen on the WWE Network. So, you can also just confirm Kofi versus WWE Champion Bobby Lashley with the title of the Money in the Bank. We then go back to the cell and out comes Lashley with MVP for this non-title match. Lashley enters the cell as Woods looks on. The cell door is locked as Lashley has the corner to pose while more power goes off. That's when MVP and Kofi avoids at ringside as of course they are locked out of the cage. Woodson steers Lashley down as the ref calls for the bell and the match is on the way as Woods charges towards Lashley with a drop kick and nails it in into the corner. Woodson kicks Lashley around but then Lashley launches him Lashley launches, launches 
Woods into the corner and loads of strikes. Lashley then nails a neckbreaker on Woods. He then covers on Woods for the pin, but Woods kicks him at one. Lashley then scoops up Woods for the pin. No, not, no pin. Lashley scoops up Woods, but then Woods suddenly rolls up Lashley up for the pin, but Lashley kicks him at two. That's when Lashley comes right back and loads Woods to keep him down. Lashley then scoops up Woods and drops him face first into the mat and does it again. Lashley then lifts Woods up once again and drops Woods face first. Lashley then covers on Woods for the pin, but Woods kicks him at two. Lashley then grabs Woods and then tosses Woods out to the floor. The Lashley then follows towards follows up with the Woods, swings a steel chair. Lashley then grabs it and punches into Woods' face. Lashley then brings Lashley then brings Woods into back into the ring and waits in the corner. He then charges towards Woods, but then Woods gets it out of the way and Lashley hits the ring post shoulder first. Woods then nails a drop kick to Lashley, causing Lashley to go through the ropes, and then kicks Lashley into the steel. And then again with another drop kick. Woods then grabs the chair and then knocks Lashley off the apron with it, sending him back into the steel of the cell. Woods then nails the chair slots to Lashley while Lashley is down at ringside. He then go to commercial with Woods, putting a boot to Lashley to keep him down as Woods is in control of this match so far. We return for the break and Lashley is. As Woods against ropes as Kofi and MVP look on from ringside. Lashley then charges towards Woods when Woods pulls the top rope down, sending the champ out to the floor. We see a table is leading into the corner as Woods charges towards Lashley when the Lashley traps Woods in the ring apron and starts beating him up senselessly. That's when Kofi and Lashley are having Woods through the cell as Lashley continues to manhandle the Woods at ringside. Taunting him and dominating. Lashley then sends Woods to keep him down. And Lashley unloads at elbows into the corner. Beating Woods back down. Lashley goes for a close-up and then Woods ducks it. And then Lashley went for another clothesline. But Woods ducks another. Woods then clips Lashley's knee out. And Woods then nails a drop kick to Lashley. Woods then grabs a candlestick. And he drops Lashley with a candlestick shot. Then delivers another candlestick shot at ringside to Lashley. Woods then jabs the stick in Lashley's throat to keep him down at ringside. Woods then nails another candlestick shot. <coughs> Excuse me. As MVP and Kofi Yo from out from outside of the cell. Woods then brings Co Lashley back in and then goes to cover on Lashley for the pin, but Lashley kicks out barely before the three. Lashley then dumps Woods to the apron with the Woods kicks him. Woods then nails a huge tornado DDT on Lashley. He then covers on Lashley for the pin, but Lashley once again kicks him at two. This then leads him more back and forth between these two, but it leads into to, uh, them both going into a front of a table without a standing up. Woods then knocks Lashley into the table. Woods then goes to the top, walks the top rope, then jumps off the top rope, looking at do an elbow drop and he puts Lashley through the table with the elbow drop. Woods then covers on Lashley for the pin. It looks like he has put this match away as he gets to one and gets to two, but just before the three, somehow Lashley takes out at two and a half and Woods cannot believe it. That's when Woods goes 
for a running knee, but Lashley ducks it, and Lashley then continues with a quick offense, and then nails a sudden spear to Woods. That's when Lashley applies the hurt lock, and Woods quickly taps out, and Lashley is the winner. After the match, Lashley stands tall as his music hits. We go to replays to see what in the world just happened in this match. But then we come back to see Lashley go to ringside and punish this Woods even more as Kofi is watching from the other side. That's when MVP suddenly enters the cell and locks the door, putting the chain on the door and then lock and then putting the lock on it and locking both MVP. Uh, both locking Woods, Lassie, and MVP himself into the cell while Woods is left, excuse me, while Kofi is left outside. And so Lassie then applies a hurt lock again to Woods, and Kofi is yelling at Lassie to let Woods go. MVP then taunts Kofi as Lassie grinds Woods' face into the steel wall as Raw goes off the air with Lassie doing absolute. Doing an absolute foolish act. Or, that was just an absolute foolish act. From MVP to just locked himself and last into the seal. You know, into, into the cell. Leaving Kofi out by himself. Trying to help his brother out. This was an absolute great, phys great physical match. These two did a great job making McIntyre's injuries from Sunday to appear to hinder uh, Lashley's performance. These two had enough chemistry that this might be a potential feud down the line. This whole thing was a pleasant surprise. Seeing Woods had a single match inside the sun roll was not how anyone saw this night going, but and ended up being the best option. Woods has always did an amazing job both on offense and defense. Seeing him getting opportunities really has been one of the few bright spots in Raw. The way it ended with Kingston watching his friend being tortured was perfect because it made his feud with Lashley much more personal. And it used to just be about titles. Now it's about retribution. This was definitely a very nice episode of Raw here tonight, especially with the follow episode of Raw. Follow episode of Raw after Hell in a Cell. It was great. We saw quite a few upset wins that made this show more unpredictable. And with all these money to be qualifying matches, it's of course having matches that mean something. That whoever wins will be added to that money in the bank qualifier. Whoever wins in this Money in the Bank qualifier matches will be added to the line match both in the women's division and the men's division. And of course, on July 18th, that's when Money in the Bank happens with fans in attendance, which I'm super excited for. But I have no idea who will be the next, uh, who will be the next superstars to be a part of Money in the Bank and the when these next couple of qualifiers happen or continue next week. Most likely, uh, the white, you know what? I think I know what's exactly going on here. So, of course, we had like three, 
So we had three qualifiers in the men's division. And then we had two qualifier match, two qualifier match, ta uh, tag team matches for the women's division. And so I believe this Friday, you will see three men qualifier matches. And then two women qualifier tag team matches to determine who will be the next few superstars to be a part of that, both in the men's and women's division here on SmackDown. I believe that's what most likely will happen. So, of course, we see a mixture of Raw superstars and SmackDown superstars. Makes sense. So, most likely on Friday, we'll see who will be the others getting into the ladder matches, both in the men's and women's division. That will be definitely something to keep our eyes locked on for, for this Friday. And so, with that being said, that is the conclusion of this week's episode of Outside the Ropes for Monday Night Raw. What a crazy night for the follow episode of Raw after, after Hell in a Cell. I'm excited. Look forward to what happens next week. And of course, this Friday with the follow episode of SmackDown. This Tuesday, which is today, we're going to have another big episode of NXT as, of course, Samoa Joe made his return last week. And so, of course, his presence has definitely been felt last week. And so, it'll be interesting to see what happens with Regal's assistant. And everything else that happens next week, or excuse me, not next week, whatever, everything else that happens here this Tuesday. Of course, tomorrow we'll be, we'll be getting the highlights of that as usual. Last but not least, this Friday, we'll get the follow episode of Friday Night Smackdown after going to sell and see what in the world happens the trouble chief after he defended his title against Rey Mysterio in the last SmackDown at Hell in a Cell and retained. So who will be the next one to step up to the Universal Champion? There's only one way to find out. And then last but not least, we'll see what happens with the Money in the Bank qualifiers. Who will be advancing to the ladder matches and who will be not? There's only one way to find out. That's of course, stay tuned for this upcoming SmackDown, which of course you'll be getting the highlights of on Saturday. And so with that being said, it's gonna be a crazy week, especially with the follow of Hound or So. NXT has been crazy lately. A lot of stuff is gonna happen this week. So once again, thank you guys Jane for today. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode as much as I did. And we'll see what happens for the rest of the week on NXT and SmackDown. So once again, my name is Jonah. Thank you guys for joining me, and I'll see you guys tomorrow for the highlights of NXT. And then, of course, this Saturday, for the highlights of Friday Night SmackDown. Once again, my name is Jonah. Thank you guys for joining me, and I'll see you guys tomorrow for the highlights of NXT. See you guys next time.